Wait, no, we're not. No, I'm on the stream. We're not live. We are. There's just a delay on the stream. What is up, Vikings, gamers, bastards, cunts and eagles? How we all doing? <laughs> uh, this is so shit. Yeah, this is already, already scoffed, but we love it. How are we all doing? Welcome back to episode 18. We're actually live. Episode 8. We definitely are live. Okay, it says okay, yeah, we're live we are. on the stream. Yeah, yeah, Welcome we are. Welcome back okay. to episode Hello. 18 of the Eagles Call Podcast, a.k.a. The start of season two of the Eagles Call podcast. Now, right now, we do still have the same setup, but next week it's going to change. We got different art. We got different stuff going off. So it's kind of a vibe. Start season two, and we're going to absolutely destroy season two through until, I don't know fucking when, maybe like June, July. Anyway, how are you doing, my fr my friend, Jack the Walsh? How are you doing? I, you know, as per usual, very excited to chat about Assassin's Creed. Hello, Jack Mulligan, Amir, Ruben, Dan, and Bike. Yeah, oh, Amir no, says we need to check some we, 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 we don't, we don't read out names unless they pay us. Um, but don't worry, I, I, I've got. Well, not as always. Don't, on. don't worry, I've got Amir's uh, Twitter DMs up constantly because he's sending me like all the information. Um, Amir just knows everything about this game, so he fully does. That is quite lovely. But no, we're back, and like you said, we're talking about Assassin's Creed. Uh, hopefully, this will be the last time we have to talk about Assassin's Creed till March. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely just won't kidding, be. guys. It definitely yeah, yeah, won't be. 100% won't be. Because, I, because, because this game has made me like Assassin's Creed again. And I didn't think I'd say what? it. I thought it would be the. Do you not like Assassin's Creed before? I thought it. I thought it'd be the exact opposite. I thought this was going to make me. Even less excited. I thought it was going to make me pretty much give up on the franchise, and I was wrong. And I can say that I was wrong from that perspective. Because if you didn't know, yeah. today is the Valhalla spoiler cast. So before we get into it, there will be plenty of spoilers ahead for every single aspect of Assassin's Creed Valhalla the main story, the Order of the Ancients quest, the mythical quest, the fucking everything else. So, yeah. Please. Yeah. It's fucking mad, isn't it? How sick is it to have a good modern day? It's been nine years. Okay. Not just a good modern day, but a modern day. Like, how long has it been since Assassin's Creed has felt like a universe instead of just an anthology? Look, like, think... the amount of links to other games here are mental. Yeah, I think I think we need to I think we need to start off with that straight off the bat because the modern day of this game is the best part of it in my opinion and i don't know if you agree yeah, with me there we would agree but it's yeah. the best part of it and i i think it's the best modern day we've seen since revelations honestly yeah um which is incredible i mean the, the if you want to know all the links to the other games if i can find the fucking thing that the mirror sent me um it is ridiculous like there's links to every single assassin's creed game in this game in some shape or form um most of all, the most important one being the link, and well, the most important one in my opinion, being the link between this and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. So do you want to get started oh, off yeah. with that? Okay. Fucking Eve. Awaken the Sixth. She lies not within your sights. They did it. They did do Thing it. Thing is, after that, after Patrice was gone, you're like, right, that doesn't matter. Uh, you know, that shit's in the ground. But like, Darby... Yeah. Right? It's like, there's no loose threads. If Darby, like, control over the franchise, you wouldn't have all these loose connections. Because he ties so much shit together. Yeah. And 
He forget he forgets nothing, man. Yeah, he gets came in very fast. Fucking son. I mean, when when I when I entered the uh, what? There's too many trees. Okay, what? Which tree is that? There's too many trees in this game. Now that's that's an the issue I tree. have. The life tree. Yeah. It, yeah. Sure. When I went in his Layla, right? The last thing I fucking expected was to. Well, we didn't see Desmond. We saw the reader. But then we hear we hear that classic Nathan Drake voice. We hear the boy, and then yeah. she's like Desmond, and he's like uh, Desmond. Who's that? Um, yeah, yeah. Which for some reason he always he always responds to his name like that because we know it's basically confirmed now that the the figure we saw in Brotherhood in the Truth um, was Desmond in the Grey. Yeah, but for some fucking mental. but for some weird reason in that game as well, <laughs> he goes yes, uh, subject seventeen. Like he can't just say his name; he has to ask his name every single time. Yeah, what I'm wondering though is yeah. because like they went back on because you know Darby said that like Juno saying that Desmond was in the grey was propaganda. And he yeah. said that it was like she was lying about Desmond and Clay being in the grey. Yeah. Surely that means that Clay is just fucking dead now, and that's like a wrap on him. Probably, I'd imagine so. I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, I also th- now that this game is out. Everything that happened uh, in Unity and Syndicate, I, I I don't care about. Unity and Syndicate to me, yeah, modern day wise, don't exist anymore because everything that happens in the modern day of those games is already wrapped up in comics. Yeah, they didn't matter much. Well, Syndicate should have mattered when they have, like, the fucking instruments plot line, but then it just yeah. sort of does. Mia's just brought up a great point. It's it's pissed me off. <laughs> oh, we'll, no, we'll, get his to name. we'll get to it. We'll oh, get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. makes me so angry. We will indeed get I, to it. I, because that was, yeah. that was... That annoyed me as well, but we will definitely get to that. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's wild, though, because... It's wild that the best part of this game just does come 50 hours in uh, at the the very end. I mean, initially, when I was about to enter, you know, the final final chapter, uh, what's it called? Where Legends Are Born? Uh, Raffle. Oh, that's the name of the arc. It's something like that, yeah. Yeah. When I went to talk to Sigurd, that is not in the slightest what I expected. So, just enter... Entering that, going to Norway and entering that vault for the first time. I don't mm. know about you, but that just brought me all the way back to two th- two thousand nine. Yeah. I I immediately just got goosebumps, and it brought me straight back to the vault in Assassin's Creed Two. Yeah, and the the fucking music that plays. You yeah. know when like um, Layla's talking to Sean and Rebecca. It yeah. sounds so much like fucking Apple Chamber from Brotherhood because. Jesper said in some interview, mm-hmm. like he wasn't, I forget what it was, but he was saying he wasn't just making music for like this setting, but it was this setting through the lens of the animus. Right. And that's what's always been so unique about his music. And you really, yeah, like the, the soundtrack feels, yeah. The modern day music, especially. Yeah. We haven't heard shit like that since Brotherhood, probably. It's mad. Yeah, it, it, the soundtrack's fantastic. I mean, I think. It does annoy me slightly that um, that they didn't bring in someone to do some uh, more longship shanties 
because I've heard the same like three songs on the long ships over and over again, and it, it gets it gets quite annoying. But uh, but no, yeah, um, the soundtrack does perfectly create atmosphere in that scene, and that entire like it's about an hour long, from the moment you finish Winchester or you finish Nottinghamshire in my case, uh, the moment you finish that. It's like an hour. We'll get to that as well because that still annoys me, and no one seems to no one seems to get why that annoys me. Um, I, I get it, but but anyway, no, that entire it's like an hour, hour and a half straight of just pure, unadulterated Assassin's Creed content, and it was it it, it was fucking yeah. cinema to say the least. I mean, I literally finished the game. What time is it? I literally finished that scene less than eight hours ago. So, I'm still kind of I'm still kind of getting it all set in my mind. Yeah. So, I've got to ask. I don't, I don't even know if you, if you can say like a favorite thing about it. But what is it about the modern day, specifically, that gets you? That gets is it the fact that they've opened up a new story? Is it the fact that they've closed <laughs> off this past story? Which part to you is 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 the best thing that they've done? I feel like a lot of it isn't like a specific thing. It's Assassin's Creed, it's just indulging Assassin's Creed. Like having all this shit that's kind of goofy, yeah. where it's like you've, you've got Adam and Eve back and you've got these weird Isu plot lines, all this shit. Because Assassin's Creed for so long has been about accessibility rather than like appealing to your existing fan base. Yeah. But with this modern day, a lot of it's shit you wouldn't get unless you've been with the series. Or, like, you really understand the series. Yeah. And that I really fucking like, because modern day really has been so minimal in the last few years, where it's like anyone can pick it up. But then when you have shit like Adam and Eve, you have these new, like, types of one-time sages, and all this shit, where it's like, you're not going to get it if this is your first AC game. Or it's not treating you like you've never played one of these games before. Just Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. indulging in Assassin's Creed, having all these little references all these retroactive little like lore editions. Yeah. Fucking if it, it's the first time in years where it feels rewarding yeah. to be an Assassin's Creed fan, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that was that was it again, it just brought me back to those days where I was actually interested in the series, you know, where I actually I was like, "Oh, what could this possibly be?" I started looking up shit, googling shit, learning about mm. Norse mythology since everyone says I don't know anything about Norse mythology. And that that's something that I think it does so well. Um, yeah. Is like it, it makes the player actually interested in, in in all these little lore bits, and it makes people go ser- search out. So hopefully, what this will do is lead people to past games that maybe they've missed. You know, people who jumped on with Origins mm. and Odyssey, maybe they'll go look back at the the Etio collection because they're interested by the story that is you know, constantly hinted at throughout the game with Sean and Rebecca and what happened with Desmond if they don't already know. So, I mean, most of the people yeah. who play, the, play these games started in Assassin's Creed 3, to be fair. But, um, so they would know about the first Tobu Catastrophe. Yeah. But still, hopefully yeah. it can lead some casual players to look back and discover the, the lore that we already fucking know. Like the back of our hand. Oh, it's going to yeah, destroy my history of Assassin's Creed video, though. Darby, why would you oh, do this? It's only another few minutes, really. Yeah, probably. But no, because it's because everything I've written so far is like 
the entire history of the Isu, essentially. But now the entire history of the Isu has this massive storyline that I have to stuff in. So we'll see. Oh, no. We'll see how that we'll see how that goes. Mir has raised a good point there. Yeah. Like there's things to dislike in Valhalla that are like valid. But you're saying about how people on like Reddit's like the Odyssey subreddit say like yeah. they don't like the shit with like the Isu and the modern day. And this is what fucking annoys me. Mm-hmm. Valhalla is is pushing more Assassin's Creature to the forefront and people are saying I don't like this because for so long Ubisoft have been making games to appeal to people who don't like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but people on Reddit you don't like really... the modern day. People, pe- yeah. people on the Assassin's Creed Odyssey subreddit aren't really representative of the majority of players, you know? Oh, yeah, sure, but it is a lot of people. Yeah. Pe- like, for years, people have said, I don't like the modern day or the Isu shit. And it's when you when you say, like, I don't like this and that and this and that, eventually you don't have Assassin's Creed anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know? yeah, I mean, realistically, ideally, Ubisoft will see that and just they won't care because people like you and me mm. have been <laughs> have been playing the games right with the exact opposite so most people are like oh i like 95 percent of the game but i don't like the modern day stuff and then we're like yeah. oh we love the modern day stuff but don't like the other 95 percent so <laughs> hopefully they'll see that and just continue to do because re- at the end of the day like valhalla's modern day is incredible and it's it's got a lot of stuff condensed into it um but at the same time it's still got it's still small enough and it's still like packaged as a separate experience almost that people who really dislike it don't have to take it in the same way that they didn't have to really take it in with like the earlier games like brotherhood for example the the average player who just wanted to play a historical game could just play up to you know the end of Ezio's story and Brotherhood, and then not finish with the Desmond shit. And even then, that that part is only like twenty minutes long at max. Um, Mm. So if they just continue that way, but still are able to tell an actual story, then that that'd be ideal. Yeah, pretty much. But like, it's it's nowhere near a balance of modern day and historical, you know. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. So if people really aren't a fan of the modern day, they don't have to partake in it. They don't have to go do the mythical stuff. They don't have to go find all the anomalies. They don't have to, you know, do all that stuff. Yeah, that's what a lot of this game is. It's compromise. Because Valhalla, to me, feels like... I'm still not a fan of the series being like this RPG. But it's like... You're going to do an Assassin's Creed RPG. Like, there's, there's a lot I don't like. But this feels more like what you'd want an Assassin's Creed RPG to be, rather than something that's as derivative and uninspired as an Origins or an Odyssey. Yeah. It feels more distinct than those two. Yeah. Like, it still takes a lot from The Witcher 3, but it feels more like Assassin's Creed RPG, if yeah. you know what I mean. Maybe, maybe that's what brought me back so much, is the fact that They've somewhat innovated with this game. Now it's not a lot. It's not a lot by you any means. So. It's not a lot by any means. But from a narrative mm. perspective, there is a lot of stuff that you don't see that often. You know? Yeah. Like the split narrative, for example. The narrative is split between essentially like five different lines. Because you've got Javi, you've got Odin, you've got Eivor, you've got 
Layla. Well, yeah, four then. Like there, there's, there's so much, non, there's so much non-linear storytelling that all converges yeah. on one point. I, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's something that Assassin's Creed used to do so well, and you didn't really see it with many other games. Most games are just linear experiences that you go all the way through, um, with one character. But with Assassin's Creed, it's like these varying characters doing these things completely out of order all the time. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm rambling. Maybe I've still not got it straight in my head. Maybe we're both just knee-jerking it. But I, I I've knee-jerked this game a lot. I've been really fucking up and down on this game. Yeah. Like e- even now, I, I think... feel like I need a good like month and a yeah. replay to get a full-on balanced view of the game. I, think... I do like it on the whole. I think you're less of a fan of it than I am, to be honest. Um... Would you give it out a ten? Right now, I'm at an eight out of ten. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Would you say better than Black Flag? I'm still undecided on that. But oh I, my god! But, but, no! But, but I think so, yeah. No! So but many think people so. think it no, is. No, because here's the thing. It's It's got the same issue as Black Flag, which is less than ideal gameplay, amazing, incredible story. And I, although I don't think it does the main story as well as Black Flag, it does the modern day a thousand times better than Black Flag. Yeah, totally great. But I think I think Black Flag is the perfect comparison for this game because once again, right, with Black Flag, Ubisoft made the best pirate game of all time. With Valhalla, oh, don't get don't give me this. With Valhalla, don't give me this. Now don't get me wrong. I know you don't like the fact that it's a Viking game, but it is probably the best Viking game of all time. The best Viking single-player game. Unless you want to talk about, like, fucking Skyrim's DLC. Um, but that, even that doesn't count. So, like, they've, they've kind of just done it again. Montreal 3 and Darby have just have just done it again. Ashraf, but I think, you've done it again. No, no, no. I think... Gotta give it a clap. Ashraf. Shut the- <laughs> Well done, mate. Realistically, this is... I feel the same way about this as I do as Black Flag. But I, Billy, Amir, but lads... I, but You're I can't. Fucking mad. But I it's can't, a good game. I can't help but think we, that it is better than Black Flag. Yeah. You boys are mental. Nah, in a year's time, for a year's time, two years time. Why it, don't you think it's better than Black Flag? Okay. Uh, to to be clear, I'm I'm very enthusiastic about this. I have to I have to reiterate. I do still like Valhalla. It does a lot of things that I fucking love. But Black Flag, right? To me, issue with Valhalla with me. It's like the Assassin's Creed shit it does is really fucking good, and it is a compromise in a lot of ways. It's not the same 50-50 Black Flag is. But even when you aren't an assassin, you're like dressed like one, working as one. You're working your way towards their ideology, right? And then in Valhalla, you've got an engine that doesn't suit it. The social stance back, that is fucking great. Mm-hmm. But like the parkour's so linear, the combat's not meant to make you feel like one. Eivor doesn't become an assassin, even though that makes... No fucking... At least their justification for it makes no sense. And I also do just prefer the story of Black Flag. Okay. A, a decent margin. Okay. That's discounting the modern day, though. I I, I think the modern day in Valhalla is much better. I get where you're coming from. But I do think that Valhalla is better. 
Oh, you fucking I, know, I, no, Joe. No, here's give the thing. it a here's year. I get where you six months. I, I get where you're coming from with the assassin shit, because right. I think at this point you, you care slightly more than me about that. Um, does it have good? You just want to be an assassin does in have, Assassin's Creed, yeah, and and is it, is it good at that? No, but its gameplay, its mission design, is much better than Black Flag. You do not think Valhalla has better gameplay than Black Flag. It has better mission design than Black Flag. It has on-par okay. combat with Black Flag. It has slightly worse, on slightly worse stealth and uh, slightly worse stealth and parkour than Black Flag. Um, but yeah, much better mission design. The, the parkour, much better come world on, parkour is not slightly worse. Much better world design. Isn't parkour? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I do think it's better than Black Flag. But it doesn't... Oh, uh, again, we're not here to compare the games. We're not here to compare the games. We're just here to talk about this. And you spoke on an issue that I also have, which is the, the Order of the Ancients quest, which which I, I'm not doing. Hey, man, I'm not doing it. I'm, I, can't, I can't do this accent. Hey, man, I'm not fighting fucking I frost giants. I want to <laughs> do it. I, the thing is, I will eventually do the Order of the Ancients side quest, yeah. but I have 28 members of the Order of the Ancients to kill. All eight Zealots I have to kill. All of them at least have something. And All of them have at least a sick assassination, a decent yeah. bloody and I voice, a decent confession. It's yeah. quite good. Yeah, it's, I, I do think it's a good system. The end, though, the end is bullshit. The end is... He's the, fucking bollocks. The end is the biggest cock tease of all time. The they, biggest cock tease They're of fully all time. just saving it for DLC, because that makes no sense. Oh, yeah, they are. So, basically, you've got the, you've got the quality, you've got the quality uh, cutscene with King Alfred. Give some, yes. give some closure to his story, and set up the creation of the Templars, which I did call... You, you know I called this before I finished the game. I said that to you. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this, yeah, you yeah. did. Uh, I ca I called it, but anyway. Um, so it sets up the creation of the Templars. That's fantastic. And then you get back to Ravensthorpe, and you talk to Hytham, and you're like, ah, I killed. I I, so I, I spent I spent. Now, if you're talking about Avor's actual life, probably spent at least a few months to hunt down like 50, 50 men and women, right? Mm. Probably at least a few months. So I spent. At least like six months of my entire life hunting down these people just because he asked me to. I hunted down hundreds of people yeah. across the entirety yeah. of England. And he's like, oh, thanks. Maybe you could like, you know, we could talk and I could explain the creed to you. And uh, we could have a chat about you joining the Hidden Ones. And Eivor, who's gone through this journey where she's realized that you know, Valhalla is, it, it, well, isn't fucking real. Um, she's realized that fighting for glory is is not all that's yeah. important. Eivor, when offered to join the Hidden One, goes, you know what, mate? I totally would. But, like, I kind of I kind of want to be famous, bro. Aha. Oh I, I, I kind of want some clout. So I kind of want some clout, bro. Up. So, uh, I'm going to say no on that one. And then you get no yeah. more closure. You get no more closure for for the entire game. It's, yeah, it's rough. It's fuck, this is the thing, right? It starts. It's eight seventy two, right? You get to England, 
might be the same year, maybe 873. That's when they said it'd start. So it's at least five years because the Guthrum epilogue, like that, historically happened in 878. So it's at least five or six years, right, okay. hunting down these people. And you have that fucking scene where it's a great scene. And Odin's like, oh, come on, you could stay here and have wisdom, honor, glory. And Abel says, nah. I want everything else. Yeah. And then she says, oh, I won't join the hidden ones because I want some fucking wisdom, honour and glory. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. What sense does that make? It, it is really <laughs> odd. It is it's it's, really bizarre. Imagine if at the end of AC2, was <laughs> like, oh, killing you will bring my family back. <laughs> Just stabs Rodrigo and fucking leaves. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. It's, it's Why? Very, it's very, very strange. Or if uh, or if Edward sold off his daughter for like a, a, a new <laughs> a new set of sails. Oh um, man! Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> he went yeah. to the ship. Sh- uh, he went to the ship <laughs> sh- captain, the horror master, and he's just like, "Hey, hey, like you want my kid, bro?" Uh, <laughs> fucking kills that boy. He wants his robe. <laughs> yeah, it's so tough. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit fucking strange, but it's very clear to me that they are saving it for the DLC, uh, because they wouldn't, they wouldn't have done that if they were at least have a good reason for it. Because though. be like, oh, nah. I have a duty to my clan. He, yeah, no, th- that would have made more sense. Here's the thing, um, the DLC in Paris takes place eight years after the end of the game, right? Yeah. Uh, is it eight? So... Eight happens. Either way, it's after the end of the game. So the way I see it, the DLC is going to be the final chapter of Eivor's story. Seven, eight years, yeah. Of Eivor's story. The the actual final chapter of Eivor's story. Um, It should be like late 30s, but then... Which, you know what? I kind of like, just because I'm one of those people who hates playing post-game content if it doesn't make sense narratively. Uh, Mm. But... But yeah, so I think we're going to see closure. I think she is going to become a hidden one at some point. Because yeah, they well, wouldn't, that's so they wouldn't bollocks that. the way they do it. Because they just stamp on all this fucking yeah. development Abel has in the epilogue. Where, oh, like all that dialogue she has with Guthrum. Where she isn't as hasty or like, oh, it's yeah. so fucking stupid. Ex- there shouldn't be an Assassin's Creed game where you're not an assassin. It's so stupid. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. What yeah, what? It's, like it's just an excuse. At the end of the day, it's just an excuse to hold off to the DLC. And um, we'll go to yeah, France. And, and since they set up that the Templars will be less natural, then I'm sure of it. Yeah, and since they set up that the Templars are essentially being set up in France through the letters in yeah, Alfred's office. Meant. Yeah, I, th- I I think I think we'll see some real development and some actual fucking assassins, which will be nice. Because in total, if you want to count the, count them up, um, in if you don't count Sean and Rebecca, there's a there's one assassin in this whole game, and he's not even a fully fledged assassin. He's a trainee, and his name is Hytham. Uh Yeah, I I kind of like what they did with Basim though, because like we all liked Basim from the get go, and we're all like trusted him. He's like, oh shit, it's that, the first Levantine in that fucking took years. Me so off guard. That that was cool. That took me so off guard. Yeah. Oh my days, that was ridiculous. Yeah, but that's, that's why I can't put this above Black Flag or say that it's a good Assassin's Creed game. Because I know Assassin's no, Creed is, is about better, so much more than being a Viking. But is it better than... Is it a better game than Black Flag, though? 
Nah, I would say no. Oh, fair enough. Black Flag feels far more concise to me. Like, I'd much rather replay Black Flag, but, like, to me, you can't have a good Assassin's Creed game not be an assassin, especially when it, like, actively shits the character's development. When the gameplay side of good social stealth isn't centered around being an assassin, it's like, when you're not an assassin, and the gameplay isn't that centered around it, you can have as much good modern day shit as you like. Yeah. You can't call it a good Assassin's Creed game. I don't think it's a bad one either. I think it's this weird, conflicted middle ground. Sure. But it's a good game, though. Yeah, I'd agree. It's a good game. Like, as an Assassin's Creed know. game, it could have been so much more. Yeah, it could have. I mean, in my in my first video about this ser- about this game seven months ago, I said that it shouldn't be called Assassin's Creed. And, uh, look at that. Wait, this is what a spin-off would be if you were going to do an Assassin's Creed spin-off. Look at that, guys. Shout out to everyone who commented being like, there's social stealth. Uh, there's actually going to be a couple assassins in it, guys. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, if you want to look at it from the perspective of being an Assassin's Creed game, it's not one. No. It's not one in the slightest. Uh, but it is what it is. I mean, I enjoyed my experience with it. <laughs> you know? Um, and if you don't... Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you just remove that... It's not even a cutscene. It's just one of those shitty dialogue sequences with Hytham oh, where Eivor so goes fr- back on her character development. That left such a sour taste to our mouth after the epilogue showed change in Eivor and you have the yeah. really cool shit with Alfred... And all those like really cool confessions, and then I was like, "No, I haven't learned anything over the last seventy hours, and no, I don't want to be an assassin yeah. in this fucking Assassin's Creed game." Piss off! That is such yeah. shit. I gotta say, the Hampton, the Hamptonshire arc itself was pretty fucking anticlimactic. Uh, it had it had some great moments of closure, character wise, but holy shit! Mm. Like, <laughs> I didn't really expect... I thought they were going to, like, go to the Isle of Wight and we we're going to do bits and hunt down Alfred or something. We just raided one village and then took control <laughs> of the entirety of England. It was a bit strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I, I, I like the game, but it, it yeah. does have its, its share of issues, yeah. man. So, arc-wise, arc-wise, yeah. I'm going to start off first with the arcs that you, you liked. Because Should we, we rank them? Those. Uh, maybe later, but... Cheeky Assassin's Creed rank. Yeah, I, I think now we just go for which ones did you like the most. Okay. Because I've got... Well... I've got them very clearly split into camps of ones that I do like and don't like, and there's no in-between. I don't know about you, but... Right. Well, for me, let's rank them. Okay. okay. Last place, Essex... Uh, yep. Dog shit. Yep. Now, nah, Asgard one actually. Asgard one is fucking shit. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Asgard, Essex, you like Lincolnshire? Uh, yeah. And then I'll probably go Yorkshire, Nottinghamshire, uh, Cambridgeshire, Leicestershire. Now, nah, East Anglia before Leicestershire. No, before Cambridgeshire, actually. Which ones do you like? <laughs> Let's start with no, those. No, no, and no. We're we doing, we doing a right. I'm halfway but through now. We, we don't. Um, okay. We're not getting any. Oxfordshire. Yet, that's fine. Oh, Kent before Oxfordshire. Oxfordshire. Um, Vinland. London. Norvik. Winchester. Uh, 
Uh, Guthrum one would be why I forgot that. That's a shit one. Um, it's not shit. And I'll go the big last one. That's it. No, Sussex. Okay. Fuck. Sussex is probably like the fifth best. There you go. Okay. Cool. There's an on the fly ranking. Cool. So do you want to do you want to explain any of those choices then? <laughs> yeah, I will. Essex. Well, Essex, yeah, is... Essex just sucks. As Amir says, so it pointless. would make sense if it's there for the Paris DLC because what's her name goes over. Yeah. Um, and myself, similarly to Amir, um, did it after Sussex, uh, which was kill, killed the pacing. Killed the pacing. But again, we will definitely get onto that later because I have a lot to say there. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was it was wow. It was very bad and went on for too long. Um, Along with, yeah, Nottinghamshire also went on for far too fucking long, and I was skipping. I kind of like Nottinghamshire. I, I was skipping all the cutscenes in Nottinghamshire, and it still went on for too long. Um, it's kind of good. Philly's Philly's a nice little little guy. Philly's a decent character, but I didn't care about any of the actual like connections that Avor had with any of the characters because none uh, of them had been introduced yeah. to that point. They were just like, oh, remember your old friends, <laughs> Hemming Jarl. Yeah, let's go. Let's go see them. You definitely have a connection to this dude that dies yeah. as soon as you get there. Like it's, it's, it's not. It's not very good. Um, yeah, that that was an issue with me for a lot, but for like different reasons. Is I was like trying super hard to be invested in a lot of these arcs, but after Oxfordshire, there's like a clear main story mm-hmm. because we're having this like Icelandic saga thing. You don't go from point A to point B. Yeah. You move from A to B and do all these little detours. Yeah. Some of them are like welcome, like London. Then you've got like I don't know, fucking Essex, for East example. Anglia. Yeah. Lot, yeah. Or Yorkshire. There's a lot. Just... There's a lot of stuff that's very, just unnecessary. And one of the one of the big selling yeah. points for a lot of people of this game was, oh guys, you don't have to grind sign content to get through this game, but. What they have they to did, grind main content. It yeah, feels like a what they did stuff. is just they took all of the shitty filler side content on Origins and Odyssey, and put it in Valhalla. And it's like and, it's, and, much, and, it's and not on it that in, same level. Yeah, I know, it, but it's still they put they didn't. It a lot of I Valhalla's get, I, main I agree story with you. doesn't need to be a part of the main story. You know, even some of the alliances you make don't even show up at Hamptonshire. So it's just un like unnecessary. You know. Like if you if, yeah. if there was a pathway where you could go through the main story straight up and then like to unlock Hamptonshire, maybe you had to do the rest. So like to unlock Hamptonshire, you would have to do like Shropshire, right. East Anglia, Essex. That would have made sense. But instead, I spend like I'll spend one or two arcs getting really intrigued and invested in the characters and the plot moving forward, Sigurd Nabor's relationship, etc., etc., and then I'll be forced to go off and do and fix a marriage or something in Essex and it's like why am I doing this and it yeah. not only does it kill the pacing of the story but it kills my motivation to play the game because I realise that I'm going to have to spend the next six hours doing stuff I don't want to do just to progress the bloated story um, and at the end of the day yeah. there's very few games that do justify 50 hour stories I'd say uh, Red Dead 2 The Witcher 3 and that's about it <laughs> to be honest it's probably that's all I can think yeah. of. It. It's probably the, more. The, probably, but the point the point of the, the point is the games that you put fifty to hundred hours in, it should be twenty of those hours should be mandatory 
the rest should be oh i'm playing this because i want to because i'm invested because i care or because it's just generally mm. fun and i found for a lot of valhalla that i wasn't having that you know i think most of the arcs as yeah. a whole are are good if not great um but there there is there's a fair few that that stumble to say the least and it they, yeah. they always come at the most inopportune times it I always found myself being stuck in the rock I didn't want to do straight after a massive story point, you know? Mm, yeah, that that's exactly it. It's Ubisoft feel the need to make all of their games like this fat fucking... Like a game doesn't need to be 60 hours long yeah. worth 60 quid. It's... Thing is, as much as I like some of these, like, I like... I like Yorkshire, I liked Ostershire, I like Shropshire. It's like oh, I'm doing these things that I like yeah. instead of these things that I love and I'm invested in yeah. and feel like should be the main focus. Yeah, I, yeah? I, it does feel like maybe even if there's an option to, to switch it. Yeah. So like instead of having to do those before you can reach the end of the game, you have to do those before you can reach Hamptonshire. I think that would make far more sense. That would make because there's no a re- lot of them, there's no hmm. reason that you have to do East Anglia and Essex before you. East go... Anglia is sort of rooted in the story though, because no, no, you've no. got the uh, yeah. game is attacking the fucking the settlement. I suppose, but the po- the point I'm trying to make is there's no reason that you have to complete quite a few of those arcs so that you can go to Norway with Sigurd. You know. Mm. So, yeah. Exactly. Like. Nottinghamshire had no effect on my relationship with Sigurd or us going to Norway to finish the story. Yeah, this is why it hasn't nothing on Black... One of the reasons it has nothing on Black Flag to me is because Valhalla's nowhere near as concise. It's like... Valhalla has a lot of fluff, and it's very good fluff, very interesting fluff. The main shit, right? The main fucking three-course meal. It's sick, and that's what I want. But with a Black Flag type thing... Everything plays into Edward, his relationships, why he becomes an assassin. With this, so much of it just feels pointless. And I hate games that waste my time. And it's like, even if I'm enjoying wasting my time, I'm still having my time wasted. Here's the thing. I I don't think it's... I know it's hard to say objectively, but I don't think it's as, as an objectively bad flaw as like Origins side content. Because I do see, oh how, for sure, I do see how not. you can pick up Valhalla and play it over the span of like three months, right? And you know, just yeah. drop in and get these little, these little condensed stories. It's it would almost act as like a running TV show, as people have made comparisons to. But mm. the thing is, that's, I, I I guess it is a more personal thing that that's never what I look for in a game. And it's especially not what I look for in a game where I, I'm very focused on seeing what happens at the end, you know? Um, yeah. So, it, it, it's an issue. I think an issue that's more fundamentally terrible is the Alliance map and the power level system. The wind Fuck. calls me back to Ranvi. <laughs> Best tell of the good name. Uh, Ranvi's a slot. Um... Ish, you fucking... You didn't fuck Ranvi, did you? You did, didn't you? You yeah. told me this. Yeah. Why? Why would you do your boy like that? Don't know. He did on accident. What do you... Uh, like... Uh, 
Yeah, sure you did. Sure, okay. No, no, okay. no, no, because no. the thing is, yeah. afterwards, I was like, you can talk to Ranve. Yeah. You can, there's, a, there's an option to, like, talk about relationships. Your two options are either to, like, say, oh, I like you also, or to be like, oh, go fuck yourself. And I thought she'd kill herself or some shit. Right. After the Cambridge rocks. I was like, oh, did that, and that, then I, I broke it off. Yeah, that that's... Just... If you fucked Ranvi, fuck yeah, you're that, a home wrecker. That's just a reflection of uh, your past relationships. You thought she'd kill herself if, she, if you said no. Um... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Assassin's uh, Creed. But no, yeah, I did. Um, because it was that was a main that was one of her main character points from the very start of the game was that she was dissatisfied with the relationship and wanted to escape. Yeah, I get that, but, like, do you really have no loyalty? He was, like, one you, consistent what, character trait. What, right? what do you mean, do you have no loyalty? You got the bad ending, bro. You got the bad ending. Oh, no, I got the bad ending because I denied Dagger's axe. Yeah. Um, He stood up to fucking Sigurd when he was being a tyrant. Yeah. Right, which is fair enough. And I did some other shit, but I was never disloyal. So it's pretty disloyal to me, bro. No. I must say. I, I'd rather be... Nah, I'm just not blindly following Sigurd. And I'm not going to fuck his wife either. That's <laughs> fucking horrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, the alliance map, yeah. So, I tweeted this out. I want to see the alliance map. <laughs> I tweeted this out the other day. And a lot yeah. of people seem to misconstrue my point. So, right. basically, when you get to the point... <clears throat> where the options left are Winchester and Snottingham. I'm calling it Nottingham. That's a dumb name. Uh, those two arcs have the exact same power level. <clears throat> and around the oh, same... I told you not to do and this. I, 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 I don't care what you told me. And around the same time, Hytham came to me, comes to me and goes, oh, there's a Templar in Winchester... Please go and kill yeah. him. Now, again, they are the same power level. So you have okay. the choice, right? So I decided... Oh, you've been a fucking so, joke. So I get what you mean. The clear next narrative step that the game provided me was to go to Winchester. Now, sure, okay, okay I did the wrong thing. And so I went to Winchester, and the pacing picked up, and then I went to Nottingham. I was forced to go to Nottinghamshire, <clears throat> and the pacing was completely ruined, right? Surely you here's, anticipated that, though. We spoke about this before you did it. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I did. I definitely did. I just... This was a complaint I already had with the game, so I wanted to confirm it for myself. Yeah. The Alliance I don't believe map, you think this is better than Black Flag. The Alliance map is dumb. Here's why. When, pre when presented with a choice for how you experience yeah. the narrative of a game, right? Right. There should not be the ability to choose a path which ends up with you not only experiencing a worse narrative, but experiencing a narrative that doesn't make sense tonally or thematically. The game provides yeah. you this faux choice it's not a real choice because you have you have to if you want to experience the game and for it to make sense you have to follow a certain path and they try and do it with power levels and shit 
that shouldn't that mm. shouldn't be a thing either but anyway because like you can do winchester very early on and thematically tonally for abor's character that wouldn't make any sense um no. amir has a point there should be a, it should be more linear yeah so because it doesn't make fucking sense what, otherwise but i did tell you to do this yeah. you didn't do what i said and you went and complained what and i'm saying joe listen no 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 because there shouldn't be a wrong way to play it they if, if you're going to provide an option there needs yeah. to be an every option needs to be viable and the fact of the matter is the game provides it purely for the sake of providing it purely for the sake of having a quote-unquote choice I would agree. when there's not actually yeah. a choice if you want and this was the same with fucking origins and odyssey because they tried to do the same thing level getting certain missions so you did it in a specific order if you want to tell a linear narrative just fucking tell a linear narrative they did it in the old games they had sequences the sequences went in order just put the arcs in order it's so simple and i don't understand why they wouldn't just do that you know because having the alliance yeah. map having the quote-unquote choices does not provide anything to the game in fact it makes it actively worse and it can pos it provides the p possibility for a terrible experience such as going to Essex after you go to Sussex or going to Nottinghamshire after you go to Winchester. Those shouldn't be possibilities in the game because there's a clear na linear narrative that is is there to be told. And if you really want to do it, at least make Nottinghamshire and Winchester different power levels so that you can mm. fucking see, you know? So <clears throat> that that is where my issue stands. And people defending it, 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 it's indefensible it's it's indefensible yeah sure i agree i agree you, you can make the yeah. point that i made the wrong decision and i did that slightly on purpose but anyway it, it, it shouldn't be possible for you to make the wrong exactly. decision though exactly that's what i'm saying anyway right. yeah okay and amir has made a very good point there that you can do certain arcs before others and it yeah. will treat it as if you've done that arc if you do the winchester yeah. arc yeah. there's spoilers for earlier arcs like yeah. sussex gets it's fucking because exactly. It, exactly. there's clearly meant to be some sort of order. Anyway, uh, Amir asked what we think of the Shropshire arc. We might as well just have Amir on the podcast, to be honest. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we could do a little Q&A at the end. One day, one day. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Um, yeah, coming but, up with yeah, podcast ideas on the podcast. There is a, a, new, a new aspect of the Eagles Call Season 2. I, I enjoyed the Shropshire arc a lot. It um, was one of those arcs where I had nothing to do with the main story. But I was like, I'm satisfied with this because I like yeah. Chalbert a lot. I was interested in Ivar. I always enjoy getting to kill some Welsh dirty fuckers. Wait, I it swear... was a very good time. No, the Shropshire arc, is that the one where you kill it? Ivar? Yeah. Oh, that arc is... Yeah, no, that arc's one of the most important in the game, in my opinion. Yeah, it's very... I like that one a lot. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, because that's, that's, like the... that's the turning point for Eivor's character. Because... I think well, so. Yeah. Yeah, because if you so if we go back, I don't remember all the arcs and what happens in all of them specifically, but I'll just go back to story points. So, mm. Sigurd and Basim are looking for this rock, looking for this woman Falke. They're gonna get the Falke. Sick. They're, yeah, that's true. They're gonna get the rock. Eivor, out of her anger towards the the Saxons and somewhat towards Sigurd, 
mm. destroys their chances of getting the rock by starting a fight, basically. That ends in Sigurd getting captured, beaten, tortured, and his arm chopped off. And then yeah. we look at Ivar, who has a similar name to Eivor, but I don't think that's on purpose. Anyway, um, we look at Ivar, who, out of his bloodlust, out of his rage to the Saxons, out of his, uh, out of being blinded by his rage, kills his yeah. own ally, kills Chiobert, just to start a fight, just to you know get his own way. Eivor sees a reflection of herself in that. One of her faithful allies is dead because of it. Sigurd could potentially be dead at that point in her mind. So she murders the fuck out of Eivor. And that's the turning point where her and Odin and their, I guess, mentalities, I guess, diverge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. At, at, at least that's where it was for me. That's where their, their ideals to the world diverge. And that's where Eivor starts to break off from Odin. And yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. That's so, cool. And also, like, it's accompanied with a beautiful scene. The scene, the, the Eivor's death is beautiful. Did you deny him his axe? I did deny him his axe. Um, and I did you deny no Dag his axe? No, I gave Dag his axe because it doesn't make any sense to deny Dag his axe unless you're just. No, he's such a cunt, uh, though. Unless you're just salty. Yeah, he fucking was because yeah. he's been a massive dickhead the whole game. And then when you kill him, everyone's like, oh, no. Wow, we love Dag. Everyone acts like Dag's this fucking gazer that everyone loves. But there's never a point where Dag is anywhere near likable. Apart from in the longship. I don't remember. Yeah, but, I mean, also, the choices I made, I tried to stick in line with, I guess, the narrative that I had made for Eivor in my mind. So A lot of them feel like Eivor could go any which way, because Eivor, to me, is more of a blank slate than... Yeah. Every character before Cassandra. I wouldn't. I. I guess every character before Cassandra. Yes. Um, there is more of a black slate element for sure. I'm glad that the choices don't have massive impact on stuff. It's just kind of the ending. Um, yeah. But to me, Dag was sticking up for what he believed in, even though what he believed in was blind dogmatism. I at least respected him for his passion and hit. I. I. I did kind of. Like, I don't care about the passion. That's it. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Um, so, yeah, I gave Dagger's axe, and then it worked out for the best, you know? Uh, and also, I thought that if I didn't give Dagger's axe, then all the villagers would turn on me. Not gonna lie. Nah, that, that was a lesson to me. Because Dag, question authority is fucking good, yeah. right? Dag was doing it in such a conte, you know, close minded way. Yeah. And he was such a bastard. It's just so unlikable. Like, no, I have no respect for this man. He's just trying <laughs> to brown those cigars. I mean, I guess that's what makes it interesting. I guess that's what makes makes the decision interesting because he is such a bastard. But at the same time, he is sticking to his morals. So he's clinging to his his morals in it. So that's what makes the That's what makes the decision interesting. Like, if Dag had yeah. redeemable qualities, then it would be, like, massively easy to just be like, oh, yeah, I'll give him his axe. Of course I will. But Dag has no redeemable qualities, so. No, he fucking like, doesn't. Like, you have this urge to not give him the axe, but then you're like, but but I should. It's the right thing to do. A oh, little fucking homewrecker on the moral high horse, though. <laughs> uh, I can't uh, believe that didn't have any consequences. 
Sigurd what a fucking run thing. <laughs> yeah. Bro, after Sigurd com- came back, I walked in every day. Ranvi just goes, hello, my love. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And Sigurd never finds out, even after... Well, he, he does at the end, but no, then they, he's no, like, they just oh. break up, don't they? Uh, we'll see, because I accidentally fucked Ranvi. Yeah. And Sigurd at the end is like, oh, that was a betrayal, but I've, I've not really got the energy right now, so it doesn't matter. Right, okay. Uh, he's not done that Still it. yet, so... We'll see. Yeah. But, uh, did Sigurd come back to England with you? He did, yeah. I got a good ending. Um, oh, don't don't pull this good ending bollocks on me. But that is the good ending. So. It's the no, good I ending and the probably the canon part. ending. So. I hate that we have to debate what's canon and what's not. It's, listen, it's not a true nah, OC game. That's, that's, that's not a big deal. That's like Red Dead endings, kind of. No, but Red Dead clearly has a right end. Red Dead, they shouldn't give you the option to fucking go for the money. Yeah. Red Dead, Red Dead is that pisses. That still pisses me off. It's been yeah. two years and but still makes no fucking but sense. But again, it, like the ending of Valhalla, whether Sigurd comes back with you or not doesn't matter because you you still end up in the same position. Um, yeah, and he can still fuck his wife. True, very true. Uh, I mean, that's the only reason I went back to England personally. Oh, shut the fuck! That's so disgusting, Joe. It's she, fucking ruined this poor guy's relationship. Going through a mental breakdown. It was already ruined, and they also had already broken up. So. Well, they hadn't. No, but they did after the game ended. So no, but that's after you already fucked his. What? It doesn't matter. You fucking. I was just really worried she'd kill herself. That. Oh, that's, that sounds really fucking white noisy, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Not gonna lie. Um. But you did make your Eivor look like yourself, so... Yeah, I did. That's what I need to get a trim again so I can truly look like my Eivor. Or just grow out your hair. That'd work too. Oh, fuck no. You know what's really annoying? I want to replay the game, but I don't have another 50 hours to spend. Um, (laughs) Why don't you play a better game like Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag? There isn't a new game plus in it, is there? Nah, they'll for sure add that. But even then, I don't... New Game Plus wouldn't be of that much benefit. Not not game massively, like this. no. Um, it, I guess it depends what it what it keep you because realistically, I I figured this out pretty pretty quickly. After you're about level one ninety, right, and you have certain yeah. abilities unlocked, you can defeat anyone in a fight or any amount of guards in a fight. Once you have the slow motion after you dodge. And oh, there's fucking another one dodging, um, like special abilities. After you have those two abilities and you have like fully upgraded axes, you're literally fucking invincible. I did the Hamptonshire arc, which was um, suggested 340. I did that 200 and it was light, I didn't die once. So, yeah, what what level are you now? The, uh, I think I'm like 212 or something. The power um, three fifty. Well, that's because you spent yeah. lots of time grinding like a fucking nerd. Um, oh, I did. I'll get to three fifty naturally by playing side content and enjoying it. Uh, yeah. Last night or this morning, I I got top five best robes finished. It's not finished. <laughs> Let's go. No, I'm shit, you not. Is there five? <laughs> I don't think I've unlocked five robes in the entire game. Which brings us on to another fantastic part of the game. In my opinion, yeah. at least, really like the gear system. Now, I don't, I, I, I don't necessarily like all the outfits, but I really like the way the system was handled. I, I have my qualms with it. 
which are transmog might okay i don't know what that means no are oh, transmogs where you can like oh use... no yeah, yeah i do i do because yeah. you know how like when you you can hide a piece of gear mm-hmm. and you've just got your fucking tits out you can't like i don't know well i guess you don't really fucking yeah i'm being a bit of so i mean transmog more in the sense of upgrades because you can upgrade your um your armor yeah. like there's one set called the thane armor set yeah where both first two upgrades it's red the third it's blue right, okay. you don't know what it looks like until you upgrade it so you were... that i kind of i do like the gear in general i like but you'd like now if there was a I'm... way it's the same with the uh, the hidden ones robes like their original form are the ones we saw in the trailer that everyone loved but you physically cannot unlock that original form because they they come in the what well, i've forgotten the names but yeah yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I get what you're um, saying there. Yeah, uh, but, but I, I do like the gear system. I like being able to stick with, like, I've played just with Varen's Axe for most of the game, but then I switched to double daggers, proper assassin build, you know? Oh, that's, right, okay. that's quite nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you were. Really still think the combat's shit, but. You're you know. looking at that. Um, yeah, no, I, st- I stuck with Varen's Axe the entire time because, again, it just made, just made narrative sense, eh? Um, yeah. <clears throat> And then got the hidden ones outfit. That that's the only outfit I ever used. That and, the uh, mentors one. The mentors one is lovely. Yeah, how do you get that again? For all the literally, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just scattered about the world. Yeah, it is just okay. I'll, hopefully, I will find it eventually because I saw it in your playthrough and it's fucking beautiful. Um, it's that's my number one Assassin's Creed Valhalla outfit. Yeah, it is. Quite, Spoiler for it. It's quite nice. I quite like the original Raven Clan armor though, to be honest. It was yeah, so yeah, funny though. Enough. I didn't realize I, I, I like I must have missed a pop up or something. So I didn't realize I had the option to put it on. I thought there was going to be like a suit up scene. So, so I went through like half of Norway just wearing the the rags you start the game with. And it was just really, What's it was that? really awkward. Like Avor was just there in her fucking pajamas, while Sigurd was like wearing his massive fur coat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh... So but, yeah, no, let's... the gear system is is very well well executed in my opinion. I much prefer the, I much prefer just having singular like unique pieces of armor, pieces of, I, uh, I agree weapons. I do I do quite like trans transmog is that what you call it? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I do quite like that system. I just, I would like some more customization as to the as to the appearance. Like like you said, I wish there was a way to just upgrade the actual attributes without changing the appearance especially with yeah. the hidden ones gear i also wish die was in the game because if i could oh, make yeah. the, if i could make the hidden ones gear white and black and red oh. like that's all that's all i really want to be honest um yeah but i mean obviously those are nitpicks for the most part and there are plenty plenty things to nitpick about this game um now i have a question for you which i realized i didn't ask in our last podcast and i should have so you right. are playing the game and have played the game for the last fifteen days on an Xbox Series S, right? Uh, now nah, I finished my playthrough on the Xbox One. Okay. And then I switched it. But you have uh, okay. And green to... Terran is still an issue. Okay. That's that's unfortunate. Is okay. Are are the textures still fucked? On next textures game? fucked for you. Yeah, the textures. If I climb a rock, the textures will take like ten seconds to load. Really? 
Yeah. I, I had that in like our Origins and Odyssey. Alright, okay. Sometimes the I, I had that not so much with climbing, but like when you're coming into a town and everything's yeah. super like low poly sometimes. Yeah. Also, did you have the I ab- did have a lot of jank though. Yeah, did you have the ability to like send your wolf into battle? Big Chewy. Wait, where the fuck do you get this dog? <gasps> have you not got, have you not got Chewy? No. Oh he, mate. no, he, he, I, I wanna call him out. the wolf gear. First of all, it's a fucking sick ability. Even though it's no so basically when you call in the ability, at least on my Xbox, um, yeah. <laughs> the a really low poly image of a wolf will just appear for like ten seconds, and it has to load yeah. up just in the middle of battle. Uh, it's so funny. Nah. So what you need to do is go talk to the kids at the camp. Um, basically, that's it. And there's a there's a little like open world. Oh, where well, you have to find Canute. Maybe. They, t- oh, they, take, they take you into the woods, and then there's a hunter, or a hunter who used to live in the woods, and then there's a, there's a hunting wolf, a tamed hunting wolf trapped in his basement. Oh, um, and you gotta keep it. And then the okay. kids name it Joe. Wolf Could Chewy or some, something dumb. Yeah, we've hit the hour mark, so it's a markless little milestone. Yeah. Um, rank the Assassin's Creed games as of the 25th of November 2020. Oh, bro, okay. Uh, see, this is I've I've not I can't do it. I can't. I've already it. written my new list. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it right now. I don't think. Um, I can do it in tiers if you want. I could do a tier list. I want to. I want to get into like the nitty gritty though. But I mean, there's only one argue, There's only one debate to have, and it's whether it's better than Black Flag or not. Oh, it's just not though, is it? Let's not. Don't kid yourself. Yo. Uh, no. Also, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We've already had the conversation. It matters to me. It matters to you that everyone has your your one your one singular opinion. Um, yeah, it fucking does. Nah. So moving on from there, though. Speaking of speaking of the kids at the camp, the settlement system, as we mentioned last podcast, it's a bit dog shit. Yeah, it's it sucks. It also it's even worse that you can't fully upgrade it. Um, like the from the very start of the game when you hit England. The game advertises, oh yeah, do the raids, do the raids, do all the raids. <laughs> so you do all the raids, and, and you look at your camp, and it's it's not fully upgraded. So, so mm. that's kind of strange, isn't it? So you have to go out and find every single little itty-bitty chest in the big wide world of Valhalla mm. to fully upgrade your settlement, and that's stupid. Um... <laughs> yeah, it's just raids aren't fun though. Can, I, I raids uh, do grinding raids are isn't fun, but I found that like even on their own though. I just in any combat situation, I don't focus on the combat. I just do my objective because I don't enjoy it. Fair enough. Um, I quite like the like when I'm just riding down down the river, and I come across a raid. It's like oh, this will be a quick little quick little bit, but I like doing them hunting them down is pretty fucking boring. Uh, Nothing on naval combat, mate. Black flag, better game. It's in. <laughs> um, it's it's so much better. But yeah, no, that, that is really frustrating about the settlement system. Um, yeah, and also just lost interest very quickly when I first saw. Yeah, the... and it's it's got nothing on fucking the camp from yeah. Red Dead Two. Like you know, you, comparing you know it when um, Holger keeps coming in with like his his little fucking debate. 
when that first oh yeah. yeah when that first happened i was like oh sick this is this because that was something i talked about in my idlac video and i was like oh sick this is gonna be like a, di- mm. a dynamic thing but it happens twice and then you never have to resolve any other argument um yeah. like that was very disappointing and a lot of the characters are just forgettable like gunnar ranvi and sigurd else and alvis are probably the most memorable ones ranvi would be forgettable if she wasn't in the game as much as she was uh, yeah, i yeah i probably agree i wish there was more like gunnar a lot i wish there were more missions with ranvi um big fan of gunnar even though he just disappears for like in his is that gloucester yeah 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 in his arc you go to see his wedding and then he disappears for like three chapters <laughs> and just comes back at the end which is which is a bit strange, but uh, I don't know if you noticed that. But, mm. but like the whole time I was yeah. playing, I, the whole time I was playing that arc, I was like, oh, I just want to see Gunnar. Can I can I see Gunnar? And he just wasn't there. Mm. The entire so that was epic. So fucking Redder. Can we talk about Redder, please? Oh Redder. Okay, I thought you said Reddit. I was I was gonna cry. We can talk about Reddit. Do you want to talk about Reddit? <laughs> we can talk about Redder. Uh, it made me so happy that his inclusion meant something. Yeah, but you don't need him to have the fucking. Ugh. Well, yeah, no, but still dumb. He well, he's a forced in ploy to sell microtransactions. Dar- Darby literally said in James's chat that yeah. like that wasn't his idea. Yeah, it was fucking there. It wasn't so a they choice. They can do bloody hacker chests. Yeah, it wasn't a choice. He was just there to sell so microtransactions. Stupid. But as at, well, but at least he's aged like three years no. over the past fucking <laughs> eight hundred years. What? But, but the thing is, at least the writers gave him a purpose and some quality stuff. With at, at least they did something with the forced-in microtransaction seller. You know, it could have been worse. He could have just been nothing. But at least he, you know, he tells kids these little stories of Bayek, and then you've got the letter, which is beautifully performed by Abby Vakarsalin. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. That was gorgeous. Um, yeah, thanks, Abby. I know you're watching the stream, mate. I really, really appreciate you never it, know. You know, it's not just a stream. Yeah, it does last forever. Um, <laughs> that's that why scares when me. You, when you when you read the chat, I'm like, bro, no one, no one listening on Spotify can see this. And we have- no, no, no. But I'm not like it's it's not like a, a conversation. It's like I'm working off. I'm going into my own thing. Right. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to rank the AC games, even though you're okay. not, because I've written this whole script now. So you just wanted to... Okay. okay. Should I read the whole 6,000 words? You just love scripts? ranking things, eh? I do. I do. Okay. Go. Odyssey, Syndicate, okay. AC3, yep. Origins, nope. Rogue. Nope. You know, wait, what are you knowing at? Rogue being above Origins. Both shit. Rogue is better. Unity... Valhalla, four, one, Revelations, Brotherhood, and two. Okay. There you go. Whoa. Okay, fair enough. I think you had Brotherhood over EC two. Anyway, um. If we're gonna laugh, it probably no, will. It, no, I, I swear it did happen for like a week, but it just flipped back. Um, either way, yeah, that's exactly what I expected. You despise this trilogy of Assassin's Creed from a gameplay perspective, regardless uh, of yeah. re- regard. No one could have saved this for you. No one could have saved this for you. Nothing. Well, they nothing... released the patch notes for Valhalla. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, right now. Um, yeah, but real quick, nothing that, nothing story-wise could have possibly saved this game for you, could it? No, that's the thing. Is I said this game was never going to be anything okay. past like a seven, or that it would never be better than Black okay. Flag, because it's on that shit engine. Right. See, I, 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 I abhor that engine. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's that. Like that's fair. If that if that was just never going to happen for you, for me though, it. it it, it, out, it massively outdid my expectations so you know mm. i have to i have to give it some praise where it's due anyway patch notes is there anything important? yeah i'll uh, i'll read uh, i won't read all of them yeah i'll just go you through the big ones definitely don't need to read the entire patch notes don't worry uh, what does that mean xbox series x slash playstation 5 performance xbox series s quality what the fuck does that okay um Love when games did... just talking g- generics. It was like back in a back in the days when I played NBA 2K, the game was fucking yeah. always broken. And they'd always release patch notes like, "Oh, blank thing is improved," <laughs> like, "Oh, movement is improved," but they never explained how. Yeah, they never yeah, really yeah. Had any details? It was the One most size now. Um, I did a new background image. That this a lot of this seems kind of small. Added rune categories to the rune menu. That's useful. Yeah. Um, added a warning when. Can't say I ever uh, used runes. Increased fabric limit to eighty-two. What? What the right. fuck? Okay. Did fabric traders? <laughs> Once the oh. canvas reach level six, um, it's got a balancing. Updated gear quality and gear to their correct value. I don't know they were they had like this incorrect seems, values. This seems very like a lot of superficial stuff to be honest this should um, have been in the game when it fucking came out what do you want about yeah but you you always say that devs don't finish their games before they release these days um why do they br- yeah this game had so much jank why did they pull it forward the for the xbox <laughs> they were getting paid by microsoft that's why they pulled it forward um oh yeah ubisoft have no integrity guys i know it's hard to believe it's but, a, it is a know. shock but the man who does have integrity is Dorothy. And you know what? You know what? I, I, I did underestimate him. Despite everything that it's I, I bro. I still yeah. I still Oh man, I've started to get emotional. Fuck's sake. I still cannot Pussy. quite I, I I know I still cannot quite comprehend the fucking ending of this game, man. Do I yeah. think it justified fifty hours? No, I don't think this game justifies its length, and I have no. I don't want to replay it. I don't know if I'll ever replay it unless I'm streaming it, to be honest. But the ending. I want to replay Black Flag already. The ending has done incredible things. Um, and oh my days, I I, I underestimated Darby. Uh, and I'm willing to say that. I mean, he's done. He's he's, made, he's written amazing games in the past, but I didn't quite think that he was gonna link back to every single Assassin's Creed game. I didn't... The Adam and Eve stuff, oh, I'm, I'm still recovering. Yeah. Because like I said, I finished the game like a few hours ago. Real quick, real quick, because I do have the list up now. Do you want to hear how Valhalla links to every single Assassin's Creed game? Uh, yeah, go on then. Okay, so... AC1, you've of course got the Templar origin, and then three cities in the game... Uh-huh have the three targets, which adds up to nine. That was a 
little homage to Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, I noticed that with the fucking leech woman, where it was like the yeah. Stefan fucking what's his name. That was that was perfect. And there was a, there was another one that was like exactly like, oh, I for, I fuck, I forgot what it is. It was in Jorvik, um, which by the way, Jorvik's probably my favorite arc, uh, not including like the the end. Anyway, AC two. Obviously, you've got hearing Ezio saying, "Who are you?" Which was which was lovely. Assassin's mm. Creed Brotherhood, which also I didn't realize that was him for like I, I and then I fucking heard it again in in someone's video. I was like, oh my days. Anyway, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, you of course have the Adam and Eve plot. Assassin's Creed Revelations, you have Desmond's voice log and the Grey. Assassin's Creed Three, obviously you got the Grand Temple in Vinland. Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, that was cool. Now I don't get I I don't get where they're coming from edward's reason for naming haytham which i i don't think that's why but anyway no i i someone mentioned this in uh james's chat before that yeah. like edward could have named haytham uh fuck haytham haytham yeah because haytham was like one of the first assassins back in england in like centuries oh maybe yeah maybe What's the Torres's speech thing because I saw Darwin mentioned Torres's speech. speech. I don't I'd, know. I'd have to go re-listen to it because I don't remember. And then Sage's origins, AC Rogue. You've I got... think they made the Templar thing at the start of the game with um, fucking, you know. With no, yeah, Eve. no. I get, I, I get what they're talking about. I just don't remember what he says in the speech because Torres yeah. is a shit character. Assassin's Creed Rogue. Okay. Assassin's Creed Rogue, you have the tectonic plates and how the eye mm. and Igrisil impacts them and the profile of soldiers are mentioned and also the order sigil, everything. AC Unity, you got Sages and then the Paris DLC. Syndicate, obviously, Eivor and Haytham apparently found the England Brotherhood together so or revive it. Um, codex pages are great. Also, Origins, you've got the Codex pages and then AC Odyssey, of course, you've got the Staff of Hermes. Trismegustos! So, yeah, um, that is incredible. Imagine, imagine linking, imagine writing a Viking game and somehow linking it to twelve games that aren't Viking games. <laughs> this is what every Assassin's Creed game should be, though. It should be a universe that isn't afraid to, you know, yeah. indulge in its own fucking silliness. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm very glad because Origins was advertised as like a mini soft reboot. And story-wise, it kind of felt like that too. This feels like it's just completely reverting that, and it's like, oh yeah, we're digging our heels in. We are going back to our roots. We're going back to what made this series great, modern day-wise. And yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see what what's to come. Give Darby the reins yeah. to this franchise, and it will flourish. It will flourish. It will, bro. Yeah. I I still can't call it a good Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I mean regardless of whether you can call it a good Assassin's Creed game or not. If Darby if Darby writes the next game and if it's developed by a good studio and it's made on a completely new engine, I know that's a lot to ask for. But that is that is the pathway we need to make this series as great as it used to be. Uh and also, they'll still sell copies just like they did with this. So. Yeah, that's the fucking next gen game we've been talking about for so long now. Yeah, that's the next Assassin's Creed game. Though. I still don't think it's coming out next year. 
Uh, I don't think it this. could do. Not Ubisoft really don't have much coming next year, do they? They got Far no. Cry early in the year. But they've got... I don't know what they have in their fourth quarter. The thing is, they've got a lot of a lot of like overlapping, not overlapping stuff. I don't even know what you call it. But they've got like live service games. They've got like Watch Dogs added content. They've got Valhalla. Valhalla's DLC is running till fucking when? Like August. Yeah. It's running a lot. No, they they said like they suggested there would be a year two of content. Yeah, so like I think I think they're gonna because Valhalla's so long and then they're adding content on top of it, yeah. I think they're gonna run Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion and Far Cry six. They're gonna try and basically stretch those games throughout the entire year. And considering they need a big fourth quarter release though. Well they might have something. Maybe maybe it'll be a new a new IP, but I don't think it'll be Assassin's Creed. Um Legitimately, I mean, they could do. Um, I don't know, but yeah, uh, I'm or it could be a, it could be a remaster as well. Either way, I'm so excited to see what we get next. Yeah, and I think, and it's got to be another Montreal studio doing this, surely. Well, yeah, every studio worked on this game apart from Quebec, so <laughs> it seems like. And yeah, but like you know, like it wouldn't have been every studio solidly for the whole no, three yeah. years. Yeah, no, I get. But like, yeah, I think that the next gen Assassin's Creed game has only been in development since 2019. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. I think they need at least four years though if they're going to do a new engine. I think yeah, I think it's going to come out at the end of 2021. Exceed. Do you think they'll spend two years on it? No, that's three years. They start in 2019. Ah, oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> no, I, okay. No, no, no. Tw- uh, no, it- sorry, end of 2020. Next year is 2021. Jesus fucking Christ, time goes fast. Um, No, I think it's going to come at the end of 2022. I think... Right. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to develop it for three years. I think it'd have to be four years, though. Because it'd have to be a new engine. Yeah, they might have been developing the engine before that. Yeah, so then it would be 2018. Sure, okay, sure. Yeah, that There's works. There's no way... That works. Either, that either way... an extra game in three years. Either way, it's not coming yeah. out next year. <laughs> I think it's going to come out end of 2022. Uh, I think as a 50-50, to be honest. Um, they need a big third quarter release next year. If they're doing Far Cry this year, they're not going to yeah. do any Tom Clancy shit. Splinter uh, Cell? I don't think that... If they were going to do something with Splinter Cell, I think they'd have done it already. I mean, they've been they've been adding him to everything recently, so never know. Yeah, they've been doing that for or ages, just though. Or just a new IP. That's also an option. Um, need a big hit, though, and they can't use Watchdog, Watch Dogs or Far Cry. And they don't develop those games in the same way they do Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's... it's so cyclical. Yeah, but I still think there's going to be a remaster next year, so. Could, yeah, that could be it. That's why it's a 50-50 for yeah. me. No, I, I think what's happened is that a smaller studio has been working on a remaster of Assassin's Creed 1. Um, meanwhile, mm. the, uh, yeah, next gen 2022 is going to come out. Um, but you know, now that they've actually started a modern day story again... Yeah, like they have direction. I'm just, I'm just so excited to see what we see. To fuck, obviously, to see what we see. That's a fucking retarded statement. Yeah. Well, Sorry. What are your thoughts on Basim? Um, pretty good. 
pretty good. What are your thoughts on his attire I... when he shows up? Uh, what do you mean? No, when it zooms out when Layla's uh, doing a message, he's wearing a wolf oh, shirt, cargo pants, oh, and he has a top knot. Bro, for some reason, it completely slipped my mind that we're fucking playing as Bassam in the modern day. <laughs> um, I thought you just meant as a character in general. Real quick, for for an engine that doesn't really allow for very good, um, very good visual acting, uh, the mocapping mm. of most of the characters is shit. Bassam has a lot of nuance to his character that it is amazing at foreshadowing, you know, who he is and. Yeah, his, his true intentions, as well as that, we obviously get that scene where he explains the death of his son, which, in retrospect, yeah, should have should have realized that. Um, mm. But who would realize that at the end of the day? Anyway, also, oh, I realized it. James did on his stream. Everyone put it to you. I didn't put we it spoke like this last night. You thought Sigurd was Loki. Yeah, I did. I did. I don't know. How you managed that. What do you mean? I don't know how you thought Sigurd was Loki. Because he was fucking insane. Like, because he was two insane. insane people can coexist. No, I know. What, why, <laughs> They're going to have to be the same why guy. Why wouldn't I think Sigurd would be Loki, though? Sigurd's some random fucking random Isu. Because there's an absence of reasons to think that he's Loki. Such as? Oh, fuck. You said absence of reasons. I'm fucking dumb. Um, no, I just... Cause, Fucking, why would I think it's Bassam? I had no reason to think it was Bassam. Nah, because they have the same voice, the face looks the same, and then in the Animus Anomalies... Bro, did you watch... You, did you watch me... Did you watch me you play go. the Asgard arc? <laughs> do, yeah. Do you really think I was paying that much attention to Loki? You um, didn't do Jotunheim, did you? Nah, nah, nah. So, maybe if I'd done Jotunheim and paid attention, then I would have I would have put it together You, you watched it, though, didn't you? I watched that after I finished the main game, yeah, so... Jotunheim was cool. Jotunheim was pretty sick. Um, but uh, what I was saying was... No, yeah. Uh, Basim, I think, was... was. Joe, I really need a piss. Can you just fucking... Okay, Hold I'll on. Just, I'll just speak. This is why we don't do this live. Just give me a minute. Don't worry, I do it every time. Basim was a beautifully, beautifully acted and written character. And I think, I think his twist works very well. Um, maybe it was obvious to a lot of people, but I'm terrible at calling it. Um, Basim and Loki do literally have the same face I and I do realise that but also wasn't paying attention to Asgard so should have probably put it together didn't also why was Sigurd Tyr and who Uber was uh, who was Uber oh I don't remember who Uber was but like <laughs> some of the connections were just fucking odd um, I guess Sigurd makes sense because Tyr is like the not the god of war but Along, along those lines he's a leader he's a military leader essentially um, and a lot of people look up to him so Sigurd being Tyr makes sense but then Uber was just revealed as someone and then uh, Freya was Valka's mum a character that we didn't actually have any connection to it was a bit fucking weird oh yeah half Dan is Thor as well um, it was all just a bit of a mess hey I'm just talking about how all the other Isu <laughs> how all the Isu yeah, were characters um, in the modern Sif day. is Faravid as well. Oh, right, okay. Sif is in the game. That's epic. Oh, Faravid. Fuck Faravid. <laughs> what a shit yeah, that's character. So what, yeah, and we, we were talking about this before. 
why is Freya fucking Valka's mom? Yeah, yeah. What, what I, is I, that? I was just saying that. It's a bit strange. Halfdan is Thor, which, sure, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, as a hammer, it's it's still like, I don't know. Why did a question I've got is why did all the Isu reincarnate to the exact same point in in human history? And ninety five percent of them reincarnated to Norway, and then Basim just randomly ended up in fucking Constantinople. Add this as well, right? Why? I I, me, I don't quite understand, but I guess it'll be explained eventually. It doesn't make. Okay, this is the thing with that. I think, like those sages, their whole existence to me, the way I see it, is they exist to like fuck about with Valhalla's big theme of fight and fighting fight like you know how Sigurd loses his arm as a yeah. result of, I guess you could call it of a betrayal on Eivor's part Yeah. like you know you Hang got all on, that yeah. shit it's like everything is fixed and I don't know how that works within the confines of AC because we've never really have had like fight be a set thing before but, but isn't that the point of the uh, the tree at the end and there's like well there's there's you know like desmond said there's millions hundreds of millions of different possibilities of the of ways things could go but there is a, a a finite number and there is a set so i i always i saw it from the start the point was that fate there there are hundreds of millions of different fate and fate fates and fate can be manipulated but it is it, it is still if, there uh guess it's like a catastrophe type thing where there's these events that are set to happen then why the fuck like why the fuck does i will then get rid of and yeah, this is weird to me as well because fights like the series for so long has had this like sixth sense and all these possibilities yeah so, yeah that is a bit weird to me as well it all feels very like it, it fits thematically, yeah. But logically, it's a bit weird. Well, no, because you've got fixed po- the fixed points, which are the nodes. Um, Why would that... they be nodes, though? I, I I like the idea of the catastrophe being a node, but then that being it. Well, yeah, but I I think those are the most major things. Yeah, like have the catastrophe, but then when you like start to introduce multiple nodes and multiple set events, I don't really like that. Fair enough, I guess. I mean, it's gonna. It, it eventually will get start start getting confusing if they start playing with timelines. But um, no, they I better not. I, I think the whole never the, do time travel. I, I think the whole theme of fate worked, and it worked thematically with the series, and it, it did make sense because Minerva saw the fate of you know the universe collapsing and there being a second total yeah. catastrophe. <clears throat> but she wasn't. She didn't know whether the total catastrophe would happen or whether Desmond would would stop it. So there was always that possibility and there's you know and then like at the start of the game when we see the vision of Eivor betraying Sigurd I mean Eivor doesn't really betray Sigurd it's presented that way but like it's not quite as severe as we thought it would be so yeah it's not as bad as in the fucking uh Javi thing yeah so like um, or he lets him lose his arm yeah, I'm. I might be mis misremembering some of the some of the hallucinations, but I I don't know. I think it's executed quite well. Um, I'm scared about the diverging timelines and how they're gonna fuck lower, especially if someone never do time time travel is something 
like hardly anything gets yeah. I don't there are think... very few series that can get it right especially when you're introducing yeah. it this late in the game yeah I'm I can't tell if they're gonna do time travel or not uh if I don't think Darby would because Darby's yeah. not a fucking tool what ah uh, no that wouldn't work that wouldn't work unless you introduce some weird ass animus magic because I was, I was that, the I, game I, basically has that I anyway because the gender choice is bollocks the gender choice isn't the gender choice is part of the game yeah they worked back they didn't and we knew that anyway the gender choice it's isn't fucking stupid. isn't a thing right in lore no you know it how, shouldn't it shouldn't be there anyway but it's part of the game it's the same way that Altair doesn't fucking chop off the guy's face in Revelations, right? The gender right, choice well, is no, there but quite because Assassin's though. no, but the, the gender choice is there because Assassin's Creed is a game. The canon story is very clear. Yeah, you know, like we're talking about it's in canon that but, Lila can do all this shit as my label, and my label didn't exist. No, but uh, no, but it's just it's fucking it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's a it massive law discrepancy. It, no, it, it does matter. It doesn't affect anything. It's not the same way that in Odyssey, if you pick Alexios, then Alexios shows up at the end in real life in a suit. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's not as bad, but it's still bad. It's still dumb. I mean, you can make the argument that it's dumb. It doesn't fundamentally break lore. And at the end of the day, it is just a part of the game that is convoluted. It's again it's where the animus can do everything. But that's but not what because... it is. That's not what it is, though. Because if you pick the canon choice, which is let the animus choose, then the animus chooses. But you shouldn't be able to pick a not canon choice as well. But it's a game. Like, bro. there's it's so much. Joe! You sound like a Redditor now. You can't. What do, you, what, what, do yes. you, what do you mean? It, does it have any effect on the story at all? No. So, so why does it matter? It's not the point, though. Because, why? okay, this idea that Layla can play as male or doesn't exist. Layla can't. Because of Layla is not playing as anything. Oh, no, I'm not playing. You get what I mean, right? It's, I don't like how much grey area there is with the animus. Layla... Layla is remember. Layla is experiencing memories. It makes yeah, sense. but ones that aren't real. What do you mean aren't real? Because my level well, doesn't gets, actually this, exist. This gets into a whole other conversation because you can debate whether any memories are real or they're just your perspective. Yeah, but that's about genetic memories, and that, those have been established from day one. Yes. You shouldn't be able to relive memories that don't but exist. But the memories are personal to the individual. Memories don't exist outside of people's minds. And Eivor's mind had multiple fucking people in it. It had Odin and Eivor in it. Eivor is a female. Odin is a yeah, male. Yeah, Odin. So... Odin didn't remember being... Uh, that, that doesn't matter. So sense. she can remember... So that transpire into a male version of Eivor. But... This... art. Oh, this is where it gets into the point that it's a representation of the game, right? It's just a representation. Male Eivor never existed. But Eivor remembered certain things as a male. So it works, and it's okay. 
Then you're not reliving memories. You're fucking... Jack, you're Jack, Jack, no, Jack, 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 Jack. Memories, as established in the first game, are personal to the individual... Individual memory. reliving the event, yes. yeah. So it's... So, I get so, it. So, you're, so, so, you're not reliving... Histori- you're not reliving history you're reliving the memories Eivor with essentially I'll just call it a split personality could hypothetically remember things as a male Eivor doesn't from, think he's a man from, no but Odin does <laughs> you're not just we're talking about Eivor's memories but you're not just remem- you're, ju- you're not just reliving Eivor's memories you're reliving her and Odin's memories does that make sense? The point... Because yeah. both of their DNA... No, 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 of their no, DNA is no. The, both of their DNA is in the Animus. So it makes sense, and it's fine. And if someone chooses to play as male Eivor, they won't get an experience that is canon to the historical timeline, but it still works. That's and it fucking do- dumb. It, no, it doesn't affect anything. Gender choice doesn't belong in Assassin's Creed. But it doesn't affect anything in this case. Does. No, you just you, no. This is this is a case where you just don't like it, real like with all due respect. Oh, I don't like it, but I don't think it makes sense either. But no, it, but the thing is, it does make sense. It doesn't make sense, and honestly, it does make sense here. You, I, I get why you don't like it. I get why you hate it. You're an Assassin's Creed purist, and 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 you hate the fact that there's gender choice because at the end of the day, it shouldn't be in the series, realistically, right? And in any yeah. old games it wouldn't have been in the series. And I get why you hate it, but it does make sense. It does make sense, and it works. It works well enough that you can have it in the game, and it's fine, and it doesn't have an effect on lore. It doesn't have an effect on anything. So it's okay. I think it does, and I don't like how loose the animus is these days, but we'll get past this because we're not going to agree on this. Yeah, I mean, it makes complete sense. And Joe, it doesn't. Let's fucking. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Say, okay, I cannot. I, I obviously can't speak on 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 any anyone's experience. But say you relive the memories of someone who was transgender, and they saw themselves. Now this isn't the same, but they saw themselves as a woman when their sex was a man. They were born a male, right? But their memories see themselves as a as a woman. Would that work? Right. Wouldn't literally think you're in a female body though. Well, I still I, understand what your body was. Well, because you you're talking about something that's mental and how you feel, okay. as opposed to like your actual body. But again, you. But again. When, when people remember things, they don't remember it from a three D top down third person fucking game, and that's the point I'm trying to make. It's all a representation yeah. of the game. So, in lore, Layla is seeing through Avor's eyes, right? Yeah. So, so it doesn't matter if she has a beard or not does she's a fucking woman can we move on please oh my days um anyway 
it obviously wouldn't work again and they need to not do it again unless you play yeah. as another sage or something but like yeah, i think it's the best way they could do it probably you can at least yeah have a go at that yeah like what i was worried about was that they were going to constantly switch genders but because that i not like there would be a problem it's just that it would have probably ruined my connection to the character slightly um luckily yeah. they didn't do that so and it makes yeah it, j- it just does make sense so no, joe sh- right let's move on okay let's talk about do you want to talk about to do with spoilers <laughs> to do with spoilers oh, <laughs> yes yeah, this is a spoiler cast. um well speaking of speaking of gender choice how about asgard then oh no because the thing about asgard is that's dumb i think i think that yeah asgard one as well is so fucking boring that's an aspect that i that that i think and i I get where the i get where they're coming from oh it's how you know eivor can't comprehend the isu doesn't belong in assassin's creed like gender choice see that's an example of it being stupid because in those moments when you drink the drugs you are reliving Odin's memories essentially mm. and Odin wouldn't yeah it, it, that doesn't make any sense um, regardless of that the yeah. Asgard arcs aren't very good story wise <laughs> or at least no the first I thought Jotunheim's good isn't. yeah like yeah Jotunheim Asgard is, 1 is just Asgard fun. 1 is not only terrible story-wise, but uh, just fucking dreadful from a gameplay perspective. Every single mission is either uh, a fetch quest or a really badly designed puzzle. And it's, right. it's just dog, isn't it? Yeah, no, not everything has to be a copy-paste of Assassin's Creed 1. Just because we don't want Asgard and gender choice in Assassin's Creed doesn't mean every game has to be Assassin's Creed 1. I don't it know. means you want a series with some sort of sense... Oh, sorry, the fucking comments. We're it means you want a sense a of some sort of identity. We're not streaming, bro. Just just think of it. Don't read the chat. Okay. Um, but it, that's correct. It doesn't have to be a copy and paste of Assassin's Creed 1. Uh, oh, it's so fucking dumb. And you get it... I've had this for the last few months where people think because I want an Assassin's Creed game that acts like an Assassin's Creed game isn't just copying other shit and doing it half as well yeah. means that I want everything to be the same it's fucking stupid yeah. people are going to hate you after this podcast yeah because I don't think Valhalla is the best game to ever exist <laughs> but you don't think it's very good do you I think it's good but I don't think it's a good Assassin's Creed game okay I've the thing is here's the thing I gave up on it being an Assassin's Creed game five months ago. So I guess I'm... I'm nah, see, I'll never so, give that so, up. So, so I guess where we differ here is that I'm just looking at right now is it's a good game with elements of Assassin's Creed that I love. Um, mm. Whereas you're still clinging on to hope. <laughs> no, but this no, shouldn't, it shouldn't be clinging on to want an Assassin's Creed game from fucking Assassin's Creed. Yeah, no. Stupid. I, 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 like the fact there's an Assassin's Creed game with frost giants where we don't play as an assassin, where parkour isn't a factor, yeah. is fucking stupid. 
it's not a good well, Assassin's Creed game upside, for those reasons and many more. At least they're honest about it, though. Like Darby said, this wasn't an Assassin's story; this was a Viking story. So at least, yeah. yeah, and that rubs me the wrong way as well. No, that 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 was nice to see for me. What? Have... No, what just the, they're actually being transparent about it and just saying, yeah. Oh not. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because transparency's that, cool. That was the argument I was trying to make seven months ago. And people were like, oh, no, just wait till the game comes out. You'll see. It's an Assassin's Creed It still doesn't belong in the series, though. Sure. Just because you're being honest, it's not an Assassin's Creed story. Sure, but at least... I mean, it should be in an Assassin's Creed game. But at least people aren't arguing that it is. No one's trying to argue that it is, apart from Ubisoft marketing. and Not even them, just the title. That's the only thing that's trying to argue that it's an Assassin's Creed game. A lot of people are saying this is the best AC game since Revelation. Yeah, but when they say it's the best AC game, they don't mean... It's the best game. They mean it's the best game in the Assassin's Creed No, a lot Creed of people franchise. are saying it's a return to form, which I yeah, don't it really is, think it, it is. It is, because it's much better than any game that has come in seven years, arguably, because you think yeah. Black Flag's better. Nine years. It is It is a much better game. When people say it's the best Assassin's Creed game, what they mean is it's the best game in the Assassin's Creed series. Whereas you're you're taking it as... It's good. They're saying it's good as an Assassin's Creed game. No, I've, a lot of people are though. I've 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 not seen much of that outside of people talking about the I ending have. in the modern day. I have generally. It's listen. It's got a lot of good Assassin's Creed elements in it. No, it doesn't. It's like no, no, no. It does. Like the Animus anomalies are fucking cool. The modern day is really fucking. Oh, good. I thought you were talking about the gameplay. Tone's really good. I thought you were talking about gameplay. Like no that. gameplay, not at all. Yeah. Um, no, but it's, no. The 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 reason that shouldn't be an Assassin's Creed game, and that's why I, I struggle to say it's better yeah. than fucking Black Flag. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 again, I told you all seven months ago, but I, I'm just glad that. No, people, I, just, I agreed with you. I, though, yeah, because I, yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just the glad elements that people... of Assassin fantasy, yeah. like being, you know, there's a bit of that because you have social stuff. It is linear, but it's yeah. fun. Like it's not built play like an assassin fantasy you aren't even an assassin yeah. i know it's deeper than that and there's a lot of elements of like good assassin's creed shit yeah. which is why i don't think it's a good or a bad assassin's creed game it's an odd in between yeah, where just... people say like odyssey would be a good spin-off it wouldn't this would be a good spin-off yeah i just hope people will stop trying to make the argument that it is good as an assassin's creed game because it's fucking not because people were making that argument much more and now darby's straight up said it's not so hopefully because everyone takes Darby's word as well gospel so like on what is and what isn't so yeah um I'm not being harsh on it you are being being quite harsh you are being quite harsh on it I I don't see how that's harsh though no you're being harsh on it because it's it's not what you want um I don't, I, it's I, it, I it's not just that. It's not what it should be. This isn't well, what sure, an Assassin's sure. Creed game should be. Sure, yeah. Fantastical RPG with fucking it's not, Asgard and gender choice. I don't think I'd call it a fantastical RPG. No, the, no I, I wouldn't, but it has fantastical elements is what I mean. I'm somewhat okay with the inclusion of Asgard now. I think it's badly presented, but I'm somewhat okay with it mm. because it, it, it does make sense. It's not just yeah, there. Yeah, I like Jotunheim. Jotunheim was the best year. Yeah, it's not just there for... Because I thought it was... Originally, I thought it was a representation of 
com- a completely different Isu society. Like, I thought it was trying mm. to say, like, Loki's a representation of Juno or something like that. And if th- I was like, yeah. that's fucking dumb. I didn't actually realize that Odin was... I, I I don't know if that was established before, but I didn't realize that Odin was an Isu um, and the Norse gods mm. as a whole. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm somewhat okay with the Asgard inclusion. But no, I get where you're coming from. I'm I'm sort of not. You think tonally it's so fucked. No, I think just because it's a better just, Assassin's Creed game than Origins it, and Odyssey just with it, doesn't make it a good Assassin. I think it's yeah, far from I'm, a good Assassin's Creed game. I'm saying I'm fine with the existence of Asgard and the inclusion of it. Yeah, nah, um, peanut butter, mate. I don't hate the game. I no, like the he, game. He, no, but his. I mean, I don't know if you had really high hopes. You had really high hopes publicly, so you could get a review copy. And then we both got No, one. I didn't. Let's no, go. I said it would be uh, okay. I said it would be okay. I said it'd be like a 6 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely think I'm higher on this game than you're. Um, but I, yeah, for sure. We, we, I just want to play a fucking Assassin's Creed game. The, yeah, the thing is, we both see it the same way from that aspect, I think. I still see it the same mm. way I did when I made that first video, which I've spoken about loads, but... <laughs> um, when I made that first video, yeah. where I was talking about how it shouldn't be called Assassin's Creed I'm still I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of there but um yeah but from that aspect but but going into it and just looking at it as a game with very low expectations it was able to raise my expectations and include some stuff that I didn't expect some stuff that we haven't seen the likes of in nine years so I guess yeah that pushed it up for me um, yeah, that is cool. Yeah, as a game, I do think it is good. It was quite funny, it though. It has to be a good Assassin's Creed game when you're going to use the name Assassin's Creed. Just a little... We're going in circles here, but just a little f- f- funny thing that I noticed. I don't know if... When you're in the Odin... When you're in the Valhalla simulation, um, mm. they, they try to recreate... You know the scene at the end of Black Flag when they're all sitting around the table drinking... Oh, drinking yeah, they all turn to fucking dust. And, yeah. And they try to recreate that scene. Um, or maybe that was the point. It was trying to pay homage to that, but then it crumbled. Um, I think either it way, was. It was, it was quite funny to me um, that that happened. Also, Eivor got struck in the eye by an arrow once. and Oh, yeah, because they were... Yeah. Yeah, like that was unnecessary. But anyway. Yeah, I, I guess it was because they, like, they did Sigurd losing his arm. They're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Through Eivor's eye, though. Which... Yeah, I mean... Rush. I think it was all right, though the day this just makes me dream of what origins could have been to be honest um does it well yeah because darby was originally meant to write origins so oh okay so origins essentially would have been this story-wise uh but uh, an origin story is better gameplay it is better gameplay wise but imagine origins with an origin story written by darby yeah and all this modern Mm. day shit you know Yeah, yeah, it would be the same situation. Yeah, like it, 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 yeah, but it'd be Origins would have been much, much better with Darby. Um, well, fucking any game would be, to be fair. Yeah, I suppose he's he's quite a good writer, and the whole writing team, to be fair, because we give all the praise to Darby. But there was a team here. Um, yeah. How did you get the end credits? Is there end credits? Uh, I thought. I thought there was, right? Because they don't come after the end of the the main plot or the epilogue. Uh, so maybe they come after the Order of the Ancient. Maybe they come after so you finished all four main arcs. 
Like, main you... endings. It's definitely not after the Order of Ancients. I mean... But anyway. Maybe it's after you just finished finished everything then. Maybe I should have yeah, finished it. Because you can look at it in the menu. I know right, that okay, much. Okay. But, um, yeah, yeah no, nah, definitely, definitely. Good game. Um, a lot of people are knee-jerking it a lot. I, I will give you this. People are knee-jerking this a lot. Um, oh, fuck, son, yeah. People are knee-jerking this a lot. It's not a great game. Um... It's not a game of the year contender. It's not a complete return to form. It's not a great RPG. It's just very good with many flaws. And I think I, I've still not quite figured out a title for it for my review of it. Every everything I come up with is way too long. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I th I think it's good. I think it's much better than like it could have been. You know, yeah. with this RPG formula, yeah. So far, I like it. So far, all I can think of is like um, <laughs> a, a far from perfect return to form. I feel like that's I'm... one too many cliches in a title. <laughs> for me, this is like wait for sale game. If I have a new one, you think so? Yeah, I disagree. If I was just an average, average buyer. Like if I wasn't super invested in the series, I would I I would rec I would recommend you buy this, but spread it out over like three four months, so you just always have this like, maybe you get home from work and you you know you don't have the time to fucking play, Cyberpunk for hours, so you just quickly yeah. run through an arc in an hour and a half. Oh yeah, but for me as an Assassin's Creed fan, okay, if I'm just a gamer, right. Yeah. I don't have the investment in Assassin's Creed and the yeah. modern day yeah. and the overarching narrative. I think the gameplay is just a bit shit. So, like, <laughs> can't really call it a great game. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think the engine is too dog shit. Hopefully, for this to be I like think next time you should definitely... Next time you've got to go with the uh, legacy controls that me, Tyler, and Jazz have all done. Um, oh, yeah, by the time everyone started to make those, though, I was like 30 yeah. hours in. Yeah, how fun? the fuck did you play this game so fast? I'm sorry. You finished it in like a week. How did you do that? I don't. I um, do not understand how you did that. You finished everything. Mate, how did it take you so long? It's two weeks. Bro, it's taken everyone so long. You're the only one who's yeah. finished it in like a week. You're the only... Um, maybe you and Ethan. <laughs> Ethan did it in like four Ethan's days. Ethan's a fucking machine. But anyway, um, no, yeah, how did you finish this so quickly? It's ridiculous. It's all I wanted, all I wanted was a good Assassin's Creed modern day, and I got that, and I was very happy with it. Yeah, it is, it is wild. Like, it, it, if you've got this game and you're still playing it, and you have no reason to rush it, don't rush it. I think it's probably a much better experience if you don't rush it. Um, and yeah. Same way, like, same yeah. with Black Flag. Black Flag Story, I think, is a better experience if you don't rush it. If you just play it at the same really? time. Really? Yeah, if you just play it over... Not over, like, a massive span of time, but if you just... If you play it, like, one sequence, then let that rest, then do another sequence. Like, playing I think a it's a good game to play in Awakened. Playing a bunch of sequences in a row on Black Flag always throws me off because the pacing's up and down, and it's just... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine changing Assassinate to Y. Why would you do that? Change Assassinate to X. It should always be X. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, how many hours have you put in this game, then? Since you finished everything. I will check, actually. Because uh, I put... 
How many of you? To finish the main story, I put exactly 50 hours in. Um, oh, shit. It was longer than that for me because I did some side shit. I'll yeah. check now. Yeah, that's the thing because I think you grinded before Hamptonshire or maybe before the, the end of the game. I I did not grind at all. I never had to grind uh, to game power levels, which was nice. The suggested levels are way off, though. <laughs> the suggested levels are, are like... Yeah, you've got a lot of... Uh, Gray area there. It's nice. Uh, I have eighty-two hours, and I've oh, done right, okay. most of the side shit. Fair enough. That's not as much. I thought you'd have like a hundred by now, but fair enough. Um, no. But yeah, very excited. So, what what are your? Do you have any predictions for the DLC then? Um, Avor's gonna become a hidden one. Yeah. I reckon Paris one's gonna be all about like, you know, building of the Templars. I they become a major power over Probably. there. Do you uh, think we'll see the Unity I... Sword of Eden yet? There's got to be some. You think fucking... they'd have to, like the temple that, that we see. In Although a... they'll do something with like the Parisian assassins, that'd be real because Darby yeah. is overseeing it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Fair enough. Any well, any yeah. predictions for the Irish Irish DLC? That that seems like a a, a casual one. Yeah, yeah, it sort of does. That seems like um, a stream it in one day type thing. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Also, with the Paris one, my predictions: Avor will definitely become a hidden one. She has to. Mm. And here's why. <laughs> uh, basically, at a grave, if you go to a grave in the modern day, you'll see that her left hand is obscured. You can't quite see all the. Uh, all the fingers. You can't quite see if yeah. all the fingers are there. Um, so, there yeah, she's nah. She'll, she'll become a hidden one. Hopefully, she'll wear the hidden blade the right fucking way around. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be sick. I, th- I think it's yeah. genuinely gonna be the best DLC we've seen uh, since Ever. Brotherhood. Since Brotherhood. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I I like rate the LCs as expansions to the game, so I don't think about like game plan. I think about how they expand on the game. And if if Paris right. is what we think it'll be, that'll be fucking sick. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm exci- I'm just excited to traverse Paris as well, because yeah, it's gonna have yeah. Also, something that I can can really respect, because as much as the movement system is is fundamentally broken. The level design and the world design of Valhalla is fucking is it's quite good. It's very clear that they built the cities around the missions and around the story, as opposed to the other way yeah. around, where they just build these like they just build these cookie cutter cities, and then you just have to find a way to traverse around them. So, like, there, there's very clear points where the designers put in points for you to do parkour, and at, at points it can work. There's one Animus yeah. anomaly that I got stuck on where you have to like slide down a ramp and they, they did it so you jump onto another ramp but it doesn't automatically jump for you so you have to fucking spam RT. It's 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 so dumb. But mm. at least they tried, you know? It's, it's very clear that every dev team put in all they had to, to try and make this the best the, the best game it could be on the engine, you know? Yeah, that that's sort of what it is. Apart it's from the, whichever Valhalla is the best it could be, I a, think. Yeah, apart from whichever dev team made the fucking raids. 
those are yeah all the same um but no, I'm, I'm genuinely... This is the first game in a while that I've been excited to do the side content for. I'm excited to explore. I've left almost all the world events for post-game. So I'm going to I'm gonna stream that, bit of tying up loose ends. Mm. And yeah, should be a very, very good time. I'm thinking if there's any other story bits we need to talk about. I mean, the, the, there is... Fucking, we, we, go on, we can go in-depth on every single orc, to be honest. Uh, what do you Sigurd. think of Sigurd and his relationship to his father? Oh, I, I see the Sigurd shit was what I was most interested in. Okay. Um. See, I want to know more about how. Okay, because you know, even with like the regular sages with Aisha, you had different sages who knew different amounts about Aisha and had different like memories yeah. and shit. Yeah. Well, because. I want to know about how that works with these new, like, one-off sages, because Azim is basically Loki in terms of characteristics and memories. Yeah. Sigurd starts to get these, like, memories and shit, and, like, Fulkay awakens them, and then Eivor is constantly fucking slapped over the head with, hey, you're Odin. <laughs> Doesn't fucking get it. And wonder if it's age because Basim is clearly the oldest Sigurd is four years older than Eivor I, I don't fucking know that's what I'm interested in but yeah Sigurd Sigurd was cool I yeah, thought Sigurd has the most interesting arc to me yeah with his dad, dad? the shit with his dad was quite good um yeah. I thought um also I do wish that there was a bit more of a conclusion to Harold um I feel like that was left. Yeah, a what, bit, what the fuck was that? That was left a bit open-ended because it, it it felt natural that we were gonna go back and like retake part of Norway at least a little bit or get some revenge or something. And it was kind of just left up in the air, like we never really saw him again. So yeah, I guess that's just an example. Like, it, I guess it was just left in peace, eh? Yeah, and, I, I guess so. Yeah, um, but nah, very, very, very well-written game. Um, yeah, that has its flaws. Yeah. Very plenty flawed. of them. Very flawed, but very good. Um, Give yeah. us your closing statements on Valhalla, then. My closing statements on Valhalla. You I need mean, to re-rank the series was, as well. That was ki- that was kind of it, to be honest. Um, okay. Yeah, like it's just very good, but okay. very flawed. <laughs> There's not much else to say, really. So, yeah. All right. How about you? It's Go off, sir. Um, You know, my thoughts, like, you know, solid six, uh, low seven. That's not... Right. Listen, listen, I think... I think the gameplay... You know how I feel like the gameplay. Yeah. But you know I really like the story. I think the modern day, it's nice to have some fucking payoff and yeah. to feel rewarded to be an Assassin's Creed fan. Yeah. At the same time... Get it in this game. I'm... It's like Jack. You... Jack, I'm not know... doing this again. Jack, real quick. I know you're a massive purist, and I also know that you're an. Atheist. You're a massive purist, but you're giving this guy the slip. Hold up. I know you're a massive purist, and I know yeah. that you're an AC YouTuber, so you're gonna have to replay this game forty thousand times. But can you open a save where you play it slowly? <laughs> Where you don't finish the entire main story in a week. 
and I, I think I might do the same and I think maybe in like a year's mm. time we come back to it and see if we feel any different towards the story because one of my oh, big yeah, issues I'll definitely come back to yeah, it one of my big issues is how the narrative is structured right but I yeah, think but, but they've said it's like meant to be like a TV show so maybe if you play it slowly over a long period of time it's not how I want to play an Assassin's Creed game I know but I'm saying just try and look at it through the eyes of it just being a just being a game. Now I don't like this though. Right? It's like, oh, I get you like Assassin's Creed. No, but I just can it, you play it like it's not an Assassin's Creed game? And I get that, but I'm just interested to see if you're. I'm just interested to see what you think. Yeah, I, I will replay it, and I will replay it as my life or because he seems far better acted. Fair enough. And, uh, I don't think I'll, I could personally. Off, I don't think I could personally, but. Fair enough. Yeah, um, I, I don't really want to fucking replay it because it, it is too long and it no, does waste your time a bit. I just mean I don't think I could play as my labor, um, personally. Really? Yeah, that's just me. I mean, I don't. It's the same way. I couldn't I couldn't play Odyssey as Alexios ever. Um, so. Oh, I did that last month. That's disgusting. And what's, what's another example? I couldn't play any of the Mass Effect games as Female Shepherd. I couldn't play Skyrim without being one of the cats. Yeah, I'm not like. <laughs> what? What are they called? Fucking. What's that race know. called? The cat race. Anyway, Skyrim bangs. It's been a while since I played Skyrim. Skyrim shit. I mean, the most um, overrated game of all time, without a doubt. But it's still great. <laughs> okay, now this is where this is where you guys get to hate me for liking Valhalla. I think Valhalla is better than Skyrim that <laughs> Fucking is that? we're gonna we're gonna just move past that immediately um skyrim is unpolished valhalla yeah, yeah, is valhalla's, unpolished, valhalla's perfectly unpolished. polished no valhalla um, is less unpolished but it's more polished than skyrim <laughs> anyway it's fucking true yeah but uh, that's we'll, not the main we'll come reason back to valhalla's main story a lot in a long time uh and see what happens um but yeah i think it's just the, the i think it's like the first good ac game if rogue is like nah if you're doing a list right van Haller is the first ac game on that list lists. going from worst to best you're obsessed with lists. no i fucking am because it's how, how i'm forced to think yeah you need to stop right? you need to stop doing that immediately but like nah if you're going from worst Compo- to best van Haller's the first one jack! Where like a... jack no compartmentalize no, d- Compartmentalize let me, it. Let me fucking joke. It makes sense. It, it, it makes oh, sense, Rob. Okay. If you're going worst, if you're going worst to best, <laughs> we've already done Valhalla this. is the first. You've already joke. done this. Valhalla yeah. is the first one where you're like, that's good. You know, that's a good game. It's it, it's flawed, but it's a good game. Okay. And with that we can agree on. Yes. Yes, we can. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. yeah that's nice. Moving on. Because I think we've gone over... At least, I'm sure next week I'll have more to talk about because I'll have thought about it more. Um, I mean, I think you've you've kind of got it all together in your head. It yeah, and people are very unhappy with me. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, I mean, you're definitely not the only one. There are plenty of people. Skill Up got a million views on a video where he said it was a... No, but Skill Up's video is fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> you know... I'm one for being balanced and giving Valhalla its share of criticism because it does deserve it, but Skill Up's video is fucking stupid. Fair, it's fair. like, oh, 
you know, it's too long and it's bloated, but hey, Odyssey was written now. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, fucking dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, my video is going to be the most perfectly balanced for for our review of all time. Um, oh, Wait, gonna I'm be, not going to please anyone it's gonna be because so I did my... I can't please anyone because I don't think it's really that good. I don't think it's really that bad. Don't try and please anyone then. Try, yeah, I know, and, but you, you really everyone. like it, and if I think you, it's just okay. Yeah, and if you try and please everyone, then you're gonna please no one. So just yeah. just say what you honestly think. I mean, you don't you don't need to try and get a review copy anymore, so you're fine. Nah, I probably. Like I when, probably it's won't like, care. It's, I didn't like when, like it's like when you called Eivor a passive character in your newest video, and then Darby tweeted you, and then you sent like fifty-two tweets backtracking. I didn't backtrack. You did backtrack. How did I back? I still do think Eivor is a massively passive character. I know. I know you think. I know you think that. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway. Um. Nah. Val. Yeah. I've had a good time with Valhalla. And I was really excited to talk on this podcast, and you destroyed yes, it's, my fun. It's all right. Just let people enjoy things. <laughs> oh my god! Um, right. I, I I realise how much I hate being in the minority. Maybe I should try and please people. <laughs> Can't do this. Oh my days! No, don't try and please people, please. You'd be boring then. Um, these conversations are the highlight of my year. Um, this just makes me really sad. Moving on from there, though. Right. For now, for now, because we will definitely talk about this more in future. Everyone's favorite voice actor does not think the coronavirus exists. Have you heard about this, Jack? No. One Alexios, aka Batman, aka Michael oh Antonakos, no. thinks that COVID is not real. He thinks that it is fearmongering propaganda. This is a quote. He, is, he thinks it is fear-mongering propaganda with political and corporate-driven stats of cases that mean nothing, all to fund an untested vaccine and make us all sicker and potentially sterilize us while making Big Pharma rich. Well, that's, Wait, that's that genius from? if I've... Twitter. That's genius if I've never heard of it. When did he tweet this? I'm looking Thank, for it. Shout out to Synth Potato, a.k.a. Amir, a.k.a. The Ultimate Red Dead fan, for sending me these screenshots along with the tweet and telling me about it. Um, where, where is it? I can't, what, what's the date? It's, it was 13th of November. He replied to an Elon Musk tweet saying... Oh so, so, so someone, oh said, someone said in response to Elon Musk's tweet saying that coronavirus is bogus or something. Someone said, why are many commenters here afraid of this information? And Michael Antonaco says, because it would break their current view or reality, and that would be much scarier than a virus. As well, their need to be right is clouding their, tr their need for transparency within science. Transparency within science. Ah, yes. That's how the scientific it would always oh, did the paradigm shift. It would take a paradigm it. shift in their perspective. <laughs> and he's... Yeah. He, he's... Oh, SCDC... Yeah, wow. Shout out to Michael Antonakos. We for sure won't be having him on the podcast because he for no, sure no, listens no, to let... David Icke. Um, who doesn't listen to David Icke? Most Anyone people. who knows anything. Most sane people. <laughs> so yeah, well, um, I think you just... You, so Batman... You don't want to break out of your box. Batman, Batman's been You're ruined. a slave to your societal programming, mate. David told me that. <laughs> Batman has uh, officially been ruined. Nah. Um... That's a yikes for me, I've got to say. Batman's <laughs> an anti-masker. 
<laughs> he's probably an anti-Semite as well. Um, because he's t- he's talking about the uh, the global elite. Oh fuck, that's not. He's talking about the global elite. Uh, Do you just insinuate that the quote-unquote global elite are Jews? No, I didn't. <laughs> you sound like the Bro. anti-Semite here, Joe. Oh my days! You're such a fucking. <laughs> I'm I'm just calling it. Jack, I see it. The people the people who use the term global global elites are anti-Semitic. They are referring. Oh, were you saying to, he used it? Yeah, they no, are I mean, referring. They are don't necessarily David Jewish. Ike, no, they are referring to a select group of seven Jewish people who they deem the quote-unquote global elites that control everything from under underneath. Well, there was this really good uh, David Icke oh, podcast. Oh, no! Man. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, David Icke's not that bad. Yeah, though. Michael Antonakos. Shout out to him for not believing in the coronavirus.